Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Hey, it's Kevin Hart with my friend Catherine O'Hara. Tis I. And we're cash backing on our entire holiday gift list with Chase Freedom Unlimited. We are. How about cologne for Jack? You know what? That's cash backing and it's in the air. Ooh, and I love this scarf for Barbara. And I love the cash backing. Ooh, focus on the giving, Kevin. And, and one more on the list. Somebody named Ke- Kev. Kevin? Yes. <laughs> How do you cash back? Learn more at ChaseFreedom.com. Chase, make more of what's yours. Restrictions and limitations apply. Cards are issued by J.P. Morgan Chase Bank and a member FDIC. Come on, side, 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 what is going on out here in this world? Wow, man, jeez. That's all I got to say, man. Wow, man, and Jesus Christ, for real. Man, so many things is going on that just blows my mind. Make me say, what the? Yeah, man, first and foremost, Stephen Twitch boss, 40 years old, committed suicide, and now he's gone. Ellen's DJ from the Ellen Show. Twitch used to come out and dance. I'm going to be honest with y'all. I, I never liked it. And it was, had nothing to do with Twitch. It had absolutely nothing to do with Twitch. I did not like the way I felt like Ellen and them was using him to dance for the enjoyment of the white audience. I just, I, I didn't like it. It was almost like, y'all know Twitch, and then he would come out and start dancing. I understood that professionally he was a dancer. I got all of that. I just thought she was playing him. It was it was kind of like Ellen used to dance, and then she stopped dancing, and then it was him. And it was like, bring the nigga out to dance for the good white people. I, it didn't sit well with me. It didn't. I never had anything against Twitch. I, had, I didn't like the way the Ellen show was using Twitch. That's what I'm going to say. As a, like a dancing puppet, I didn't like it. Then he became her DJ, and then he went on to be executive producer of the show in 2020, and then the show kind of went away amid a lot of allegations of the way Ellen was treating staff and the way Ellen was treating um, other people. You know what I mean? Other uh, guests and stuff. Hold up. Yeah. Yeah. Stay at Lover. You know, it's Come On, Son, the podcast. Hold tight, y'all. That was my producer calling me 
to tell me about a, a commercial that I had to recut. And it's all good. That's that's just part of doing a podcast, especially when you start getting commercials. They cut them. See, they got a phone ringing again. Hold on, y'all. See, you never know what's going on. Uh, that's why I call this a, a, a what the, because you never know what's going on mentally with somebody, man. I had a, a conversation with somebody that's really, really close to me that actually said to me at one point that they they have thought about suicide. And actually, there was one point in my life where I thought about it also. And I'm not suffering from clinical depression or anything like that. I was just really in a dark place, man, when I was down. But I'm so glad that my belief in God and my mental wherewithal told me that I had to pick myself up and told me that God still had me and told me that because I was out of work at the time that it wasn't the end for me, you know? So I don't know what was going on in Twitch's mind. Nobody knows. His wife doesn't know. Two days before he committed suicide, he was posting happy videos of him dancing, which is what he loved to do and what he was really, really good at. So if you are going through something mentally, if there's something happening with you, please reach out. There's so many different hotlines and different people that you can talk to. Talk to your family. Talk to the people that love you. Let us try to help you get through everything that you're going through at the time. And you know what else I saw? And I wanted to, I wanted to bring this up. I didn't bring this up on my terrestrial radio show because I don't think that was the place to discuss it. But I'll bring it up with y'all on the podcast. I saw a post from the Ricky Smiley Morning Show, and it was asking a question. And this is a real question because this passed through my mind also. Is suicide selfish? Is that a selfish thing to do? Being self-serving is selfish. Is suicide selfish? I'll leave that for y'all to answer because I think it is. I think you're only thinking about yourself. You're not thinking about your parents. You're not thinking about your loved ones, your brothers, your sisters, if you have any. I think it's, that's just my opinion. I'm not here to influence y'all opinion. And in no way am I trying to say anything disparaging about anybody. It's just my opinion. You form your own opinion, y'all. But as I said, rest in peace to Twitch, 40 years old, very, very young, very young, um, self-inflicted gunshot wound. Crazy, very crazy. So in other words, other news in this what the fuck is going on out here podcast. We have just found out, well, by the time you heard this podcast, the news is all over the place, that Diddy has another child, another little girl that was born in October. Now, this is December. Why did we know about it? They kept it quiet. Then we find out it's some cybersecurity expert, lady by the name of Dana Tran, who's 28 years old, who is the father of Diddy's brand new baby girl, Love, Sean Combs. And I'm just happy that he ain't named a Ciroc Pineapple Combs. That's all I'm happy about. Babies do not ask to be here. It's the parents that bring the babies here. And that's just what it is. So, of course, Diddy is supposed to be in a relationship with Young Miami from the City Girls. So DJ Academics goes on 
another one of his video rants, and he calls Young Miami a side chick. Young Miami gets on social media and starts talking about the fact that she is not anyone's side chick. She goes back and forth with people that responded to it. People are like, yes, you are. She's like, I ain't no side chick. Diddy wouldn't even look at half of you bitches. My wife said it best. No fucking body wants Diddy. You know what it is? All the congratulations about her hooking up with Diddy because Diddy allegedly gave her some kind of allowance every month. It's just amazing to me how a lot of these young women out here would do any fucking thing and fuck any fucking body for some money. Where are your morals? Is, is that what it's all about? Just about securing the bag. That's it. For anybody, you don't even have to like them. But you'll fuck them. Do anything he wants you to do for the bag. Let me tell you something about securing that bag. Once I know you have no morals and you just around to secure the bag, you're going to do what the fuck I want you to do. When I want you to do it and to whom I want you to do it to or the bag stops. Is that the kind of position that you want to be in? So after this thing went down with Academic and everybody else, Diddy decides to jump his ass on Twitter and he had some stuff to say. And this is what he said. At Young Miami 305 is not my side chick. Never has been, never will be. Then what was Cassie? It's my question. She's very important and special to me, and I don't play about my shorty wop. That's disrespectful right there. My shorty wop? She's a grown-ass woman. That's all she is to you? That shows me right there that she's your side chick. You didn't say, I don't play about my lady. You called her a shorty wop. Do y'all know what a shorty wop was? A shorty wop was a side chick. It was something that you was playing with. Yeah, that's my shorty wop. That's my woman, but that's my shorty wop. Side chick. I don't discuss things on the internet, and I will not start today. You just fucking did. How dumb are you motherfuckers out here? I guess money don't even give you any kind of fucking intelligence, huh? If you don't discuss shit on the internet, you don't discuss it. I discuss shit on the internet. I have a podcast. That's what podcasters do. We discuss shit on the internet. You just did. I don't discuss things on the internet, and I will not start today. Yes, the fuck you do. Because when you got a new brand of, of, of vodka coming out, when you got a new fucking tequila coming out, when you got a new record coming out, you just announced that you have a new baby girl that love Sean Combs. You do discuss shit on the internet. Don't try to not discuss what the fuck you don't want to discuss on the internet. So he goes on to say, so think what you want, but know that if you do something to, haunt, to hurt mine, I'm going to come to your house and we're going to talk about it like human beings. Love. Did he fucking please? Fucking please, did he? For real? For real, you ain't going to do shit. Everybody out there know it. I like the way you said we're going to talk about it like human beings so you won't be uh, threatening 
to anybody, but anybody that's grown can read between the lines. I'm going to come to your house, and we gonna, you ain't come to nobody's house. Stop that bullshit. But know that if you do something to hurt mine, if somebody do something to hurt yours, you ain't going to. Young Miami, you talk about Young Miami badly. Academics did. You're not doing shit. Stop it. We too old for this stupid shit. I don't discuss things on the internet. I don't play about my shorty wop. That was disrespectful right there. I don't discuss things on the internet, and I will not start today. We all do. We all discuss things on the internet. It's just about how much of your private life that you're willing to discuss on the internet. You got to take the good with the bad when it comes to this internet shit. You can't have it both ways. I hate when people have their whole life on there, like that motherfucker, whatever his name is, that the, the relationship expert that had his wife with the bonnet on all the time. I can't remember this dickhead's name that want to give out relationship advice. Then he gets busted with a chick at Art Basel. And then now could we have privacy during this difficult time? No, motherfucker, you cannot. Because your whole life was giving out relationship advice. You giving out relationship advice. This is a tough time for me and my family. You all over the internet. You made your bones on the internet talking about relationships. Then you want to tell people what to do with a relationship. When your shit get fucked up, now you want to be quiet. Because you look stupid. You look like a fucking idiot. You know why? Because you are a fucking idiot. And all the people that were following you for your bullshit-ass relationship advice are fucking idiots too. And most of the people that give out relationship advice, their relationships are fucked up. They don't even know what the fuck they talking about. They don't. Don't give out relationship advice. Don't be no fucking relationship expert. People just want you to tell them the fucking obvious. The obvious is right there in your fucking face. If you have a fucking baby or your wife or your husband, your relationship is going to be fucked up. If you get caught cheating, the trust is gone and your relationship is going to be fucked up. We all know this shit. Every man that cheats knows that it's a possibility of fucking his whole marriage up, when he, but he do it any fucking way. Fuck out of here. You ain't telling nobody nothing they don't know. You're telling dumb people shit that they don't know. It's fucking crazy. Speaking of crazy, Megan is dying in Tory Lane's trial is fucking crazy. Crazy. So here's what we know. They went to the party. Tory was in the pool getting flirty with Kylie. Meg got kicked out the pool. Okay? Uh, kicked out the party. Her and her girl, Kelsey, they left. Meg went back to the party, said she lost a shoe. When she got a shoe, when she got back in the truck, she had Tory Lanez with her, and shit just started getting ugly. Now, apparently, Tory Lanez and 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 I'm uh, not Tory Lanez. Kelsey and Meg met Tory at a Rock Nation brunch. Meg thought it was a good idea to hook up her former BFF Kelsey with Tory. They hooked up and began an intimate relationship. When Kelsey had to go back home because she got COVID, Megan started messing around and having her own intimate relationship with Tory Lanez. Okay, Tory said Meg be stealing her friends' men. 
And Kelsey apparently had an intimate relationship with Ben Simmons, too. And Meg went behind her back and started messing with Ben Simmons, too. So there's supposed to be eyewitnesses that say they saw these two women fighting. When they tested them for gunshot residue, Tory Lanez had some on him, and so did Kelsey. So Tory Lanez's defense is trying to say Kelsey is the one that shot Megan. Uh, Megan said, no, it was Tory. Tory said Dance Bitch allegedly had already threatened to shoot her, and they were arguing about their careers with Megan telling him that he was whack and his career wasn't going anything. And, of course, alcohol was involved in all of this shit. You got to read up on it for yourself for the rest of it. I ain't got I Well, her, bo- her boyfriend is Party Fontaine. So Party Fontaine, Fontaine is finding out all about the dudes that Megan's been with in court Right now, all the dudes that she done snuck behind her girlfriend's back and just, mm, it's messy. It's messy. But it's always been messy in the entertainment industry. Women and men shit. Always been messy. Seriously. You, you, You don't hook your girlfriend up or your homeboy up with a girl, and then if they get sick, you start messing with them. That's, that's just foul. On so many levels. But I guess, you know, Meg thinks she got that WAP. Can we play a little bit of WAP right now? Give us a little WAP. I don't clean, but let Aye. me tell you, I got Aye. this ring. Gobble me, swallow me, drip down inside of me. Quit yeah. jump out for you, let it get inside of me. I tell them yeah. where to put it, never tell them where I'm about to be. I'll run down on them before I have a nigga running me. Talk your shit, fight your zip. Ask for a call while you ride that dick. You really ain't never got him fucking for a thing. He already made his mind up before he came. Now get your boots, hang your coat. This wet ass pussy. He bought a phone just for pictures of this wet ass pussy. Pay my tuition just to kiss me on this wet ass pussy. Now make it rain if you wanna see some wet ass pussy. Meg got the hit records. Can we play something by Tory Lanez? I'm not a big Tory Lanez fan. Play anything. Somehow Ben Simmons got thrown into it. Ben Simmons need to be thrown into a gym to learn how to fucking shoot. What a waste of fucking talent. This dude, man. I was at a game in, in Brooklyn, and I watched him come down with a clear path to the basket and turn around and pass. And you know what was funny about it? They beat the Hawks, but the Hawks defenders weren't even really defending him because they knew he wasn't going to shoot it. I swear to God, y'all. He was looking for Kyrie. He was looking for Kevin Durant. He was looking for anybody except the shooter. And he has no confidence in his shot so bad that you could see him awkwardly putting up a shot. And it wasn't going in because he ain't had no confidence in his shot. I don't know if it's mental. I don't know what it is. But from what I understand about Ben Simmons, he doesn't work hard in the offseason. And it's been said a million fucking times, man. And speaking of sports... Um, congratulations goes out to uh, Morocco, who actually has made 
the FIFA World Cup finals against Argentina. Now, y'all know Messi is on that Argentina squad, but Morocco is an African country. Yes, it's an Arab nation, but it's an African country. And I, and um, I notice a lot of shit, y'all, especially when it comes to us, right? It's the first Arab nation to make it to the FIFA World Cup Finals. Uh, while the FIFA World Cup Finals are being played in an Arab nation, it's an African nation. Why do we try to separate shit that's on the continent of Africa from Mother Africa? Why? Think about it. Look at the Moroccan people. It might be an Arab stronghold, but that shit is African as a motherfucker. Stop that. It's the first African nation to make it to the FIFA World Cup finals. Okay? It's an African nation. Morocco is on the continent of Africa. Gee, y'all don't give us shit. Wow. Nothing. So congratulations to Morocco. We'll see if they can defeat the world champions, FIFA World Cup champions from last year, France. France got a mean-ass team, y'all. Mean, mean team. It's crazy. Very crazy. Come on, son. Oh. This episode is brought to you by Peacock, presenting the new original limited series, The Best Man, The Final Chapters, from the creator of The Best Man and The Best Man Holiday, an executive producer of Insecure. A lifetime of friendship has led to this. The characters we've grown with reconnecting as they go from midlife crisis to midlife renaissance. Starring Morris Chestnut, Melissa DeSosa, Tay Diggs, Regina Hall, Terrence Howard, Sanaa Lathan, Nia Long, and Harold Perrineau. The series reunites the original cast to wrap up all the unfinished business with new loves, career highs, parenthood, grief, and everything in between. This series explores what threatens to tear us down and what ultimately keeps us together. Stream The Best Man, the final chapters, December 22nd, only on Peacock. COVID-19 moves fast, and now you can too. If you feel symptoms, even if they're mild, you should test fast. Test positive and at high risk for severe COVID-19? Then act fast with authorized oral treatments that can be taken at home and must be taken within five days from when symptoms begin. COVID-19 moves fast, and now you can too by asking your healthcare provider if an oral treatment is right for you. Learn about a treatment option at TreatCV19.com. This message is sponsored by Pfizer. Cartier, Rolex, Gucci, Prada, Jordan, Adidas, Bottega Veneta. At eBay, it's real, or it's getting a fake out. eBay's team of luxury authenticators are making sure you never get faked over again. Watches inspected by watch aficionados. Sneakers checked by legit sneakerheads. Handbags examined by handbag connoisseurs. And jewelry in the scope of expert gemologists. These authenticators are leaders in their field with meticulous eyes for making sure your piece arrives as authentic as your style and worthy of your collection. As experts, they know the true difference between a real and a fake. Real carries that rare distinguished feel, the weight of pure platinum, exquisite scent of Togo leather, the tight stitching on a pair of dunks, the brilliance of real diamonds. So rest assured, 
your Rolex moves just like a Rolex should, and that colorway on your Jordan Royals will always be on point. The details inspected, the fakes rejected. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal with eBay's authenticity guarantee. Everyone deserves real. Visit ebay.com for terms. What's up, y'all? Ed Lover here, and yes, I am getting ready for the holiday season already. And let me tell you something. One beverage I can truly count on when I want to bring my entire family together every year around this time is Coca-Cola. For decades, we've been honoring our household tradition of gathering in the main room, putting up the tree, the decorations. My wife and my mother-in-law are setting out the Cokes over ice while all my kids are falling in the front door one by one by one with grandbabies following them behind them, running towards the Coca-Cola, trying to do everything. Enjoy the real magic of the season by surrounding yourself with good friends, good family, delicious food, and of course, ice cold Coke. Coca-Cola pairs perfectly with every holiday get-together. Y'all already know that. Hey, it's Kevin Hart with my pal Catherine O'Hara. Now, I'm more of a bestie. Kind of, sort of. Right now, we're cash-backing on everything we need for the holidays with Chase Freedom Unlimited. I got some ornaments and lights. Tis the season to cash back. And lots of wrapping paper. Maybe you're cash-backing on a present bought for me? Uh, about that. I know. I know you're kidding. Am I? How do you cash back? Learn more at ChaseFreedom.com. Chase, make more of what's yours. Restrictions and limitations apply. Cards are issued by JPMorgan Chase Bank and a member FDIC. Festivals, football, flannels. Some say fall is their favorite time of year. And this fall, there are now updated COVID-19 booster shots designed to help protect against COVID-19 variants. If you've had your primary series, schedule an updated COVID-19 booster shot appointment as soon as you're eligible. And don't forget to enjoy the foliage. Sponsored by Pfizer and BioNTech. Whether it's your kicks, your clothes, or anything else, going with the best gives you that swagger and confidence to be yourself, to be bold, and to live large. Living large is all about being authentic, cool under pressure, and prepared for whatever comes your way. You always got to be the man with a plan, and when life throws those special moments at you, you can't accept anything less than the gold standard. Magnum Law condoms help you play it cool and stay protected. Magnum. Live large. Look for Magnum condoms wherever condoms are sold. Come on, son. Oh. So, I like Undisputed with Skip Bayless and Shannon Sharp. But Skip got under Shannon Sharp's fucking skin the other day. And rightfully so. Skip Shannon said Tom Brady wasn't playing well this year. I don't know if Skip Bayless used to date Tom Brady. I don't know what he has that makes him love Tom Brady so much. I don't know what's going on with Shannon that makes him put LeBron James in front of every other basketball player that's ever played in the NBA. Is LeBron top five? Yeah. But I could turn that TV on and I wait, and it'll be no more than 10 minutes, and Shannon will bring up LeBron the same way Skip brings up Tom Brady. I don't know if that's in y'all contract that y'all have to bring up LeBron and bring up Tom Brady. But Skip got under Shannon's, le- Shannon's skin when he attacked Shannon's legacy because Shannon said Tom Brady hasn't played well this year. Shannon Sharp 
is an NFL Hall of Famer, him and his brother. Rightfully so. And that was a personal attack because he told Shannon, you didn't play the 45. And Shannon got offended. And I cannot, that's the first time I've ever seen them to really go at it like that. Like it got personal. Shannon didn't get personal. Skip got personal. And Skip, you shouldn't have got personal on Shannon. Can we find a clip of that? Can we find a little clip and play that for y'all? Find the clip and, and, and play it when, when Skip and Shannon was going at it, like for real, for real. Still playing at a high level at 45 when you had to stop at 35. Yeah, that's what you that's do. That's the point. That's what you do. Every time somebody, every time I call something into question, I'm jealous. No. Skip, I did well, what I did. I never did. said you were jealous of Baker Mayfield. Skip, I did what I did. You make it seem like I was a bum. I'm in the effing Hall of Fame. Okay, I so got three what? Super Bowls. So what? So what? He's way better than you were. I'm better way than better. you. Skip, what I got to see what you do. You take personal shots. No, when you put I, don't, this I don't take personal yeah. shots. Oh, you time started time it. Time out. You would take a personal shot at me. I so didn't take a personal shot at you. Wait a minute. What are you talking about? You would take a personal shot. Put your glasses back on. Can I finish? You're willing to take a personal shot at me to say this man is better than me because I say he's playing bad this year? Well, because you 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 just Go ahead. you disrespect him. It's it's just so. It so you just you know what? It's beneath your you dignity. You disrespect me to no. support him. No, well I'll, I'll support him over anybody because he's the greatest player who ever have played your it. game, and it's by have far. At it. Have at it. Okay? Take off, bro. I'm going to have at it because I'm going to have at you. Yeah, I'm going to say this about sports, and I and and. It's unfortunate, but sports, when anything becomes big business, y'all, it gets watered down. And sports is no different because what you're trying to do, and I understand it from a business perspective, I understand it. What you want to do is put butts in the seats, right? The only way. Most people who don't know the rules and regulations of any game want to be a part of it and enjoy it as if it's scoring. That's the point. If it's scoring. People don't want to see a defensive fight. You don't want to see a Floyd Mayweather versus a Pernell Whitaker from back in the days because Sweet Pea was just as a defensive fighter as Floyd was. So there would be no real offense there. So they changed the rules of football, they changed the rules of basketball, and they're about to change some of the rules in baseball so that there's more home runs, more touchdowns, and more baskets scored. So that being said, and I already told y'all I understand this, right? That being said, how can you call one person the best that ever did it if they did not have to play under the same rules as the person that came before them. They protect the shit out the quarterback, and we all know that. Tom Brady has been protected his whole entire career. That was his arm going forward when he was throwing the ball. That used to be called a fucking fumble. You used to be able to scoop the quarterback up and drop his ass down like any other football player. Now it's roughing the passer. If your hand scrapes his helmet, 15-yard penalty. Come on, son. All of these new rules to protect the quarterback. Tom Brady did not play in the same era of Randall Cunningham. He didn't play in the same era 
of Joe Montana. He didn't play in the same era as Tom uh, uh, Terry Bradshaw. All of these great quarterbacks, even Troy Aikman, you know what I'm saying, didn't play in the same era. He gets all the rules to protect the quarterback. A lot of these guys did not play under those rules. Is he the best of his era? Absolutely. But the best ever? Nah, because you didn't play under the same rules. LeBron doesn't play under the same rules that Jordan played under because this is there for them to score. You don't see them fighting. Jordan and them used to throw blows. Fist. You don't see that. They got breakaway fouls now. If the guy is headed to the basket with a clear path and you foul him, that's a different kind of foul. Now, were you trying to uh, go for the ball or did you intentionally hit the guy in the head? Ejection and all of this. Those fouls did not exist when Michael Jordan played, when Kareem played, when a lot of other great athletes played, even when Kobe and Shaq played. Those rules didn't exist. LeBron and them play under a different set of rules because they want them to score more. More scoring puts more butts in the seats. It's true. Is LeBron the best of his era? Hell yeah. Is he better than MJ and Kobe? Fuck no. Because they played under different sets of rules. These guys are jacking up. They moved the three-point line in. Come on, y'all. That's not where the three-point line was before. Come on, son. Come on. Different set of rules. Different set. Oh, LeBron. Oh, LeBron. Oh, skip. Uh, Shannon Shop. Uh, skip. LeBron is hands down the best player to ever play the game of basketball. Fuck out of here. He's not. He's not. You don't even have as many rings as Kobe. You don't have as many rings as Jordan. That's what you play for, to win championships. He ain't got as many rings as Robert Ory. Come on, yo. He played longer than Jordan. Of course he's going to pass Jordan in scoring. Duh. Come on, son. Fuck out of here, man. Come on. The shit just doesn't even make no sense. Speaking of shit that didn't make no sense. So, Uncle Luke and Fat Joe finally, finally had a peaceful conversation about something that Fat Joe had said. Fat Joe had went on and sat down my man Matt Hoffa on his podcast and was talking about how he was responsible for Pitbull, Trick Daddy, yeah, and I think those are the two ones that pissed Luke off because Luke was like, hold up. Like, I had both of these guys sign to Luke Records way before you ever came to Miami, Fat Joe. So they finally, and I when, when I heard it, I was like, hold up. That's the first thing I said. And Khaled. And I was like, hold the fuck up. I know for a fact that Luke was responsible for Khaled getting on the radio in the first fucking place. I know that Trick Daddy was signed to Luke Records, and I know that Pitbull was signed to Luke Records. It might have been when he had Trick Daddy. It might have been Luke Sky. It might have been Skywalker Records. But don't quote me on that. Google that yourself and see if you can find out what that was. Matter of fact, can you play me a little bit of Luke?
Can you play me some of Fat Joe? Way back that took the game back. Your ship remains at top of the world. Stop knocking the girl, she in the drive with a ready rock lock in the burl. Fish out the hair on, live well from hair on. Half a million your grill, of course we bear on. Make it stick it that this rock is just word. Pull up in a curve, pull a desert bird. They clear the block in no time. Get up on gig, stop talking your shit and get your own shine. Motherfucker. Take a look in my life and you can see that. I'm from the Bronx where it's known to hit a heat clap. Y'all need a nigga like me to put your fingers at. So stop hating on the dawn, you know you need crap. Take a look in my life and you can see that. Can you play me some of Pitbull? Me not working hard. Yeah, right, picture that with a Kodak. Or better yet, go to Times Square, take a picture of me with a Kodak. Took my life from negative to positive, I just want y'all to know that. And tonight, let's enjoy life. Pitbull, Naya, Neo, that's And play me some of Trick Daddy. Okay, shut up. Uh huh. Okay, what's up? Okay, shut up. Uh huh. Okay, what's up? Okay, shut up. Uh huh. Okay, they can't. Uh huh. Okay, what's up? Right around in my brand new 99 photo Volvo. I got a pocket full of bees. Ain't got no place to go though. But all my fucking boys, they know though. That's for sure though. Are those bigger boy jeans you're wearing? Nah, you know they polo. I've been used again, accused again. This time been wrong with y'all, but something done by one of my youth friends. Soon as they seen the bands, hate the season was in. Hell, cause they feeling me, but I understand and they reason being. Thank you. So, I'm glad that they peacefully discussed it because they both got a lot of love and respect for each other. And they're both OGs in the game. Luke is so very important to music, man, and so important to hip-hop, where nobody else had their own label. When I'm telling you your own label, Luke had his own label. Understand where I'm coming coming from with this. People had labels, but their label went through another label. You understand? Def Jam went through Columbia Records. Bad Boy went through Arista Records. Luke had his own label at first, in the very beginning. Back in the days, with 2 Live Crew and all of that, Luke was printing his own records. I saw it with my own two eyes. He had a warehouse. He had a printing press. There was no middleman. All of those 12-inch records, Luke was making those records himself. They was loading them up in the vans, and his drivers was taking them to the record stores. Luke was getting paid directly from record sales. Directly. There was nobody in between. There was no distribution house. That's what I'm trying to tell y'all. A lot of people that start labels have to go through a distributor. Luke did not have a distributor. He did it all himself. Sustainable record label. I was there and I saw it. He's the only one that I had seen. The only one. 
Suave House, Masterpiece label, Cash Money, all went through somebody else. But not Pierre first, because in, in short, that's, you know, selling records out the trunk of your car does not constitute a label. I'm talking about in the fucking stores. Even Ruthless Records went through a distributor at first. A lot of people that had record labels went through distributors. I had a record label where my partners, Mark and Shaw, no face records, bitches with problems was our group. We went through Def Jam. So we were a subsidiary of Def Jam. Luke Skywalker Records was not a subsidiary of nothing at all. When they came and told him he had to take Skywalker off of his records, they came directly to Luke. He was the CEO and president of Luke Skywalker Records that went straight from his printing press into his warehouse, into his trucks, into the stores. Ask the record stores who they paid for the records. Luke Skywalker Records, not some red distribution company. And then back to, you know, after they take their cut, Luke get his cut, it didn't work like that. If there was a rehash or something that the record had to be put out a clean version of something, Luke went in and did the edits, printed them records up, and put them records out. When we was playing Me So Horny and, and all of that and I Want Some Pussy and all of that stuff, that was from Luke Skywalker Records. Please read Luke's book. So I'm glad that him and Fat Joe sat down as men got on a live, and talked about it because that's what grown men do. We don't argue. We don't call names. We ain't going back and forth. All of that. All of that. Big up to DJ Academics for admitting that when he was wrong and, and, and having my back. All I was trying to explain to him is that we all stand on the shoulders of giants. That's it. And that somebody had to do something in order for you to be here. As I explained the older players did not make the money that the newer players make, and the, and the next generation of players are going to make more money than these guys make right now. I saw something that was a breakdown of Kyrie Irving's salary. Kyrie Irving makes $36.9 million a year to play for the Brooklyn Nets. The most Michael Jordan ever made, in one, and it was only for one season, from the Bulls was $30 million for one season. Kyrie Irving better than Michael Jordan? No. It's just the way the money was rolling in those days. That's what it was. The reason why Pippen was mad, because he didn't get a new contract. Them guys weren't making $36, $40 million a season then. So when hip-hop first came out, the culture, it was about the culture. It was about being good. It was about wanting to add to hip-hop. Didn't make a lot of money, bro. When I was MC Eddie D, I made nothing. But I love the culture. So I'm glad that Academic has come to his senses and apologized. Grown man thing to do. That's what grown men do. That's what we do. So all of this crazy stuff that's going on that made me say, what the? In this world, the long of it is all Googleable. I love that word. You can check it all out for yourself. Thanks for spending some time with me. My name is Ed Lover. This is Kibad Sud, the podcast. I'll holler at y'all next week. Keep God first. Everything else will fall into place. I'll talk at you, with you, to you, and about your ass next week. Be good if you can. Be good. Be careful. If you can't be careful, name your baby Shorty Wop.
What a disrespect. My little shorty wop. What a disrespectful thing for Diddy to say. All right, until the next time we ride together, slide together, laugh out loud together. Ed Lover saying, God bless each and every one of y'all. Thank y'all for tuning us in and not tuning us out. We give you the good shit and not the bullshit. And when I say me, we, I mean Super Producer Krista and Cam Quotes. We do our best to entertain y'all every week. So take care of yourselves. And until next week, bye-bye. This Ed Lover podcast is being done in conjunction with Cigars International. Make sure you check out CigarsInternational.com for all your cigar needs. This episode of Come On, Son, the podcast is produced, engineered, and edited by Cam Quotes and Krista Hayes. Recorded out of Atlanta, Georgia, this is an... T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one... They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.